It's an unfortunate fact that the elderly are taken advantage of every day. While the laws are complicated and constantly changing, the wisest and safest way to keep track of them all is to call elder law attorney Michael Cohen. Having devoted his career to informing and protecting the elderly, Michael communicates about the law in ways that you and your loved ones will surely understand. Join us now to know your legal rights with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford Jr. Here's Michael and Don. Welcome once again to Know Your Legal Rights. My name is Don Crawford, Jr., the grateful owner of KAAM Radio, and I'm sitting with my friend and co-host and attorney, Michael B. Cohen. Hello, Michael. I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't believe you got the right middle initial. You're welcome. Uh, this is the first time, and I don't remember how long. I mean, you know, what are you waiting for, Christmas? <laughs> yeah, happy Hanukkah, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. It's the most I could do by using the right initial, finally. What a beautiful time of the year. That's why you say B for beautiful, <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> it is beautiful, except for the Cowboys. We won't talk about them. Not so beautiful. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into that because we want it to be a, a, a Merry Christmas, and yes. I'm afraid right now that yeah, no. we could improve on that. Yes, we can. It's not very merry, but that's okay. There's way more important things in life, and that's what this program is is um, trying to do each and every show, and that is to point out ways and means to make your lives better, uh, and specifically to create an estate plan that will protect you so that you can have your wishes fulfilled while you're alive and after you pass away. And today, Michael, uh, before the program, you d- you told me that you wanted to talk about uh, that kind of situation where. Um, someone doesn't have a will, and what could happen. So help the listeners in that kind of scenario. You know, it's very common, and we had a workshop in the early part of December, and, you know, somebody said, well, you don't really need a will. Uh, If you have, you know, all um, your accounts have some sort of beneficiary designation, and all that kind of things is true, uh, but there's a lot of different problems with that because we don't know about the condition of the beneficiary. A lot of bad things can occur. Mm-hmm. In other words, somebody uh, that you give funds to, uh, let's say you gave to, oh, I don't know, a child, and they had some marital issues and things got uh, commingled, or perhaps somebody has credit issues or somebody's disabled, or perhaps they're an addict or perhaps this or that. There's lots of different bad things, but a lot of times people don't have anything except and, and maybe just have individual accounts. So if you don't have a will... And I'm not telling you to say that everybody should necessarily, I think most people should have at least some documents or some planning. Uh, we'll talk maybe on another show about how you could use uh, wills on anything from uh, bodily giving bodily parts to uh, types of funerals to guardianship for children, etc. But, but a lot of times uh, people don't have anything, but they may have small accounts or individual accounts. And what ends up happening if there is no beneficiary designation is that a couple things could occur. Uh, first of all, let's say you had a, a checking account at oh, some major bank, and it, it, but it was only, let's say it was $20,000. That was in an individual account. Nobody else is on that account, uh, and you have no beneficiary designation. In other words, it doesn't say paid on death to whomever. Um, how would that comp- that bank 
transfer the funds. They do not want liability. So that there has to be some sort of determination of who the heirs are. Well, there's two different ways that you could get those funds to the rightful heirs. Now, I say rightful heirs, that's going to be the heirs at law. In other words, if this, if you don't um, make a will, then the government or each state determines how things are going to go. So if you had, <clears throat> let's say you had children from a prior marriage, then it may be split between uh, spouse and children of that prior marriage. So it doesn't just go all to spouse. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted things to all to go to spouse, you would have to do something. Uh, so you're going to have to go by the state's laws. So they're in effect, if you don't have a will, the state determines how things are going to go. Um, okay, so how do they determine how things are going to go? So there's the code says, okay, all right. Typically, if you're married and all the children <coughs> are born of the same marriage, well, it goes to your spouse. If you're uh, otherwise, if you have children for prior marriage, then it's split, and it depends on if it's separate property or community property. Uh, so it tells what happens. And if there's no children, it goes to your parents. And if there's no uh, parents, it goes to your siblings. So it kind of goes through, and depending upon whether uh, what your you know, each type of relationship, how things go. So now it, we know that that's the way things were probably going to go, but we have to determine who those heirs are. Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about, uh, oh, I don't know, one of those shows in a couple months ago, I think, we talked about Prince. And we talked about how he didn't have a will, and 45 people said that they were heirs. They had to have, sometimes they took DNA tests. Some people say they were uh, either a sibling or, or a child, or maybe they had some other relationship with him. But they all, all these people, and that's why out of his $200 million estate, $45 million has been, sit, been spent so far. Mm. And uh, we talked about uh, because they had to have DNA tests and everybody had to defend and who's going to be in charge, who's mm. going to be the administrator, are they going to be doing things correctly. When you don't plan... These are the type of things that happen. Yeah. And similarly, even if you have a small estate, relatively, mm-hmm. generally, then there may have to – or if you have to settle things, <clears throat> you have to have an heirship determination. But if there is no – but there are there is one exception, and that is if you have a small estate that's under $75,000 exclusive of exempt resources – and your assets exceed your liabilities, then you could have what's called a small estate's affidavit and order. Generally, you don't have to get a court, go to court. Basically, what you do is you're going to have all the heirs swear about the family history. You're going to have two disinterested witnesses also say that that's true. You're going to have to swear that there, there's no will and there's been no uh, no effort to try to have administration in other words, going to court to say who's the representative. It has to have, you've had to wait for at least 30 days after the person died. Um, you, you, there has to be no reason for administration. Now, before I go on, I said less than 75000 I probably should talk about what things do not count. 
because it's similar to the it comes from the property code. So we have a whole laundry list of things that are exempt. Just think of it like bankruptcy law. What's exempt under bankruptcy law? Mm-hmm. Your homestead. If you're, it's your homestead now, the <clears throat> homestead. Now, if you've died, is it still your homestead? Okay, so who? It depends. If you have a surviving spouse and they're living in the homestead, then yes, it is. It's still a homestead. But let's say you have a child who lives in Oshkosh, by gosh, uh, then that's not their homestead. Mm. It's not based on whether it was your homestead. It's it's whoever is inheriting if it's that person's homestead. But if if it is, just like in, um, you know, under bankruptcy law, your homestead is protected. So similarly, uh, if it's if after you die, if your beneficiary is their homestead, it is also protected. Okay, that's not that's a state. It's not nationwide, yeah, this is, right? Some yeah, so that yeah, so yeah, so federal bankruptcy federal law is based on bank, is bankruptcy is federal law. Okay. this is state law. So so state law, we have all sorts of things. Um, it had everything ranging from the home. An IRA, an IRA, retirement account, mm-hmm. uh, actually is protected. Um, also, um, <clears throat> you know, food, obviously, clothing, heirlooms, those type of things, mm-hmm. um, ranging all the way to how many how many chickens or, or I think 120 fowl and how many head of cattle. Mm-hmm. It goes, there's a whole laundry list of things that are exempt. Mm-hmm. Vehicles uh, in used in... There goes into two wheelers and three wheelers and four wheelers. It goes into how much you could have, and I believe it's section forty-two of the property code. Okay. But the um, but the bottom line is there's a whole laundry list. So if those things are exempt, mm-hmm. you list what's exempt. You and on the small states affidavit, you list what's community property, what's separate property. You have to show that the assets exceed the debts. Um, and you get the kind of you have to clearly identify what the assets are. So let's say uh, the last four digits of a um, of a um, uh, bank account, or if you have a car, the VIN number. Now, by the way, it does not. The only real estate that's exempt under the small estates affidavit is the homestead. You can't pass mineral rights. Mm-hmm. You can't pass another piece of property. It's only the homestead. That's fair. Uh, and so then with that small estate's affidavit, generally you do not have to go to court. You you just send the small estate's affidavit to the court with all that information, and you have to have a be you have to be accurate. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> with that information, you send an order, and then when you get that order, you show it to the bank. And then the bank releases the funds to the rightful heirs. Okay. So that's one way. But let's say you had more than 75000 or there was a need for administration, the settling of claims, the settling uh, or the paying, uh, having different things that there's some uh, need for court supervision, then you have to have an heirship determination. Well, <laughs> that's a lot more difficult. As you could see from what we talked about with Prince's estate, Mm -hmm. because now you have to find out, first of all, who all the heirs are. I'll never forget, and I've told this story, I think, once or twice before on the air, where we one time we filed an application for heirship in Tarrant County, Fort Worth. And the 17 relatives said that we're the only relatives. And then there were cousins and 
nieces or whatever, and we because we went by the code to whatever's the closest. And this has been, golly, probably 15, 20 years ago, because I tell people I'm an elder, elder law attorney. Mm-hmm. And the within within two or three weeks, we got contacted from people from Pennsylvania to California, all saying that they were heirs. And how do they know? Because we're in the information age. Yeah. In, in, you know, when you file something, a public record, it's all public record. All and so, like, mm-hmm. these companies that could determine heirship would contact potential heirs and say, guess what? We think you're a potential heir. And, by the way, we'll take a percentage of the estate of if, you, if you are. All right. And so you have to go through a pr- process. You have to have an, an, a deter- an attorney to represent the unknown heirs. That mm-hmm. would have really been their job to find out if there are any other heirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to have an accounting. You have to get court approval every time something is sold, so if you have real estate, Mm -hmm. a very much more costly process. You know, so when there's no, I guess when there's no will, there's a way. It just might be a more painful way. Well said. Um, It's clear that almost everyone should have a will, as Michael has said, in this program and hundreds of others. And whether you do or you don't, and whether you have $75,000 or less or, or more than $75,000, you need to be sure. And the only way to be sure is to attend Michael's next workshop. And the next two workshops are December the 28th, which is a Saturday at 10 o'clock, and January 23rd, which is a Thursday at 1 o'clock. And Michael, these are free workshops. They're estate planning essentials workshops or government assistance workshops where they can ask questions about Social Security, well, uh, Medicare, Medicaid, et cetera, which you know a lot about. And goodness gracious, there's so much on Social Security these days and how it's going to be bankrupt in five or ten years and how ominous that is for this country. I met with um, a gentleman with a media research council, I think it's called, named Brett Bazell a few weeks ago. It's one of the first things I asked him. I said, we're trillions of dollars in debt. How are we ever going to pull out of this? Because everybody ignores the issue, kicks the can down the road all the time. And it's it's a bad thing because it's going to come back to haunt us when it comes to Social Security and other things like that. But they can come to this workshop and ask questions about Social Security as well as estate planning, right? Yeah, I mean, most of the people don't come, that come to the workshop don't, quite frankly, we never know what people are going to ask. Mm-hmm. We, that was the first question we do ask is, what do you want to know? Mm-hmm. And that's really rare that somebody asks about that. They'll ask more about generally about Medicaid or VA benefits okay. um, are much more common because those things help pay for care costs. Uh, a lot of times people, as we age, um, you know, a lot of times you're going to be more likely to be disabled. Right. <laughs> so you're going to find that more people ask about that than, quite frankly, Social Security, which, by the way, is going to increase 1.6% uh, over for 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for those who have Medicare, uh, also the Medicare Part B premium will wipe it out. The uh, So the increase in the Medicare Part B premium uh, may it's, it's not like you're really getting an increase. The the unfortunate thing. So now I'm going to get a little bit off my soapbox, and I apologize for kind of getting you off course. But since you asked about it, mm-hmm. uh, the interesting thing is they base this inflation feature. It's not really based upon what the cost of seniors are. Okay, there should be different indexes. So they have a a different thing. So they'll have it say how much is the cost of oil or gas or whatever, but really. For a senior, the more expenses are on like medicine and things like that, okay. and so there really sh- there could be a or an index for seniors, but it's really 
uh, and what's normal for a senior versus what's normal for somebody who might be younger. Mm-hmm. And since it's based on the younger one, it's really a little bit, I think, unfair to seniors because they're not getting the increase on drug cost and other care cost, et cetera, that they face mm-hmm. that outstrips inflation. Interesting. Well, anyway, sorry to get off on that tangent. Uh, And one other thing, though, if they pass the SECURE Act, that might help reduce the deficit a little bit, Mm -hmm. which is the where you would uh, be paying uh, for people who were inheriting IRAs would not be able to stretch. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll see what happens. But anyway, I don't want to get off onto the different topics. Mm -hmm. But, yes, Mm -hmm. what we do is we talk about whatever it is that you want to know, whether it's the SECURE Act, Mm Social Security, but mostly people a lot of times ask about estate planning or about public benefits planning, like you said, Medicaid, perhaps Medicare, perhaps um, veterans benefits. Whatever it is that you want to know, we ask. And every workshop is different. And they're free. They're free. And they fill up very fast because Michael's been doing these for years. They're very popular. uh, And you walk out of there challenged. Challenge in terms of um, your situation, your circumstances, and what you need to do next. Uh, I know uh, inaction is action, but most of the time when Michael has met with potential clients or existing clients, almost invariably there are changes that he needs to make in your plan because things change so much. Relationships change, laws change, legislation change, presidents change, you name it, and Michael usually has new ideas to present to you, and then you make the decision. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we don't – you know, I had one this last week where uh, we really thought, although we talked about state planning, it really went off onto a different tangent. It's kind of interesting because we said, um, you know, I don't want to go into the details, but I told them uh, – I told the client that they should consider adopting their grandchildren. One of them was about to die – uh, we were talking about Social Security, and maybe they collect the grandchildren that could collect on Social Security. Mm-hmm. And we talked about um, some other things as far which was had nothing to really to do with the state planning. And so, in some degree, I had to refer them to a, a family law attorney. But the the bottom line is that we just kind of figure out what's what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So I guess in some respects it's estate planning, but a lot of times it goes off into other things. Well, we just never know what people are going to ask. Right. And so that's why we start off the beginning of each workshop, that free estate planning essentials or Medicaid planning essentials workshop is what do you want to know? And every time there's different questions, we write those questions down. Mm-hmm. And um, you'll see that the two hours fly by. We always make three promises. We say you're going to learn something, mm-hmm. Uh, that you're going to have some fun along the way mm-hmm. and that the time is going to fly by, and invariably uh, it does. That's great. Four promises. You get a free KWM coffee mug every time you attend Michael's workshop. Yeah, so. we t- at the one at the beginning of this uh, December, I joked with a few of the the um, people who were from KWAM at the workshop uh-huh. that I said, you know, this is the coffee mug for those who don't know who were not KWAM listeners and for those who were that I, you know, raised one of those KAAM coffee mugs, uh, said, here's that free Christmas stocking stuffer that every, <laughs> that we've talked about on the air. And uh, 
Uh, you know, so yes, you do get a free KWM coffee mug right in time for Christmas. What Cookies, can you could ask donuts, for more? Danishes, coffee, you name it. It's a great workshop. You should sign up for it immediately. If you can't make the one at the end of December because of various reasons, holiday commitments, family schedule, vacation, all of that, fine. And sign up for the January 23rd one. It's Thursday, it's 10 o'clock. There won't be any traffic at that time. Just there's there's no traffic on Saturday mornings either, relatively speaking. Dial 214 Seven two zero zero one zero two two one four seven two zero zero one zero two, or more likely, most people don't write fo- down phone numbers anymore. They go online and they check out the clients. They check out their websites. They check out Michael Cohen, and I, I highly recommend you check Michael out because I consider him an outstanding attorney, one of the best in Texas, if not the best, when it comes to estate planning. He's speaking all the time to other young attorneys, like he was this week in front of the Dallas bar, and uh, he's a leader and he's a teacher and you would see that at the workshop if you attend the next one which again is december 28th or january 23rd go to his website check him out and sign up that way too by going to dallaselderlawyer.com dallas elder e-l-d-e-r dallas elder lawyer.com also they have a newsletter on that website too. yeah yeah we have um actually not only do we have our newsletters which we there'll be an article by the way on small estates affidavits oh, that we just talked about uh, but also these radio shows we have podcasts which are on Spotify and iTunes and SoundCloud mm-hmm. so a lot of the things that we talk about here today even if you didn't hear maybe a prior show then that you might find of interest well you'll be able to find that on the website Dallas elderlawyer.com uh, the workshops again though as you mentioned uh, the Thursday ones are at one o'clock mm-hmm. and the Saturday ones are at 10 o'clock mm-hmm. uh, and all you have to do is call that 214-720-0102 telephone number 214-720-0102 or sign up at dallaselderlawyer.com um, and I think that you'll find that this free uh, estate planning essentials workshop is going to be well worth your time. Uh, there's no commitments or anything like this. It's just an educational process. If and But we do give a free mm-hmm. vision meeting only to those people mm-hmm. uh, who attend the estate planning essentials workshop. And in other words, another free hour, another one hour free. So that's three free hours. That's mm-hmm. easy for me to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, of just, you know, that you get to have without payment of any kind of fee at all. No obligation, It's but whatever it is, it's um, uh, you get to learn. And if you want to protect you and your loved ones and your family, um, if that's different than your family, <laughs> that, uh, that uh, all you have to do is find out the options that might be available to you. That's great. And it is all about options, and that's what Michael does. He presents to you ideas, suggestions, recommendations, and then you choose, not he. He's Baskin-Robbins, he's Dunkin' Donuts, he's all those good things. December 28th, Saturday at 10 o'clock, or January 23rd on Thursday at 1 o'clock. When I was growing up in college, my friend would call us freaks when we would do strange things. He'd, ah, you're a freak. He's an attorney in Florida now, he's a good man. And um, it's kind of this freak syndrome. And I think today, uh, people like Prince was that. And I consider freaks people today that are geniuses, are just brilliant in one area, and they're matchless. But because of that, they're negligent in other areas, or they think they're invincible, invulnerable. 
and they they kick the can down the road uh, to use the phrase again when it comes to other things like estate planning and it's sad but it seems like that's very common with this freak syndrome I talk about. Is that what you find? Well, you know, it's just kind of, I mean, it's so surprising because you think of, you know, you talk about Prince, we talked about Aretha Franklin. Right. You know, we talked about uh, in August, it had been the year anniversary after her death. And a year later, um, the heirs, there was four kids. Uh, there, there was no question who the kids were. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, uh, all of a sudden, they thought that that since they were the heirs, that there was being no problem. But then, all of a sudden, in the last year, two or three of them have come up finding wills they think that were handwritten under the couch cushions or this or that, and which has led to where the family doesn't get along anymore. So that that the unfortunate thing uh, when when you don't plan, now all of a sudden. All of Aretha Franklin's kids don't get along. Mm-hmm. One of them, which by the way was disabled, which is has their you know other issues that go along with the having to deal with the disability, um, you know. So there gets to be, and it's a most series of unfortunate events because then your whole family relationships may have changed because your failure plan. Okay. We we say that you plan not because necessarily you want to protect your assets. It's more about protecting your family, protecting your loved ones, to make sure that things go to your loved ones the way you want, when you want, on the terms and conditions that you desire, whether it's to protect them from creditors or disabilities or bad marriages or addiction or being a spendthrift. The list goes on. It's up to you to make sure that whatever it is, had one will yesterday, one child. They didn't want to say he was really disabled, but we wanted to give them more money because we knew that they were going to have more care cost in the future. So do you talk about that? Is that or do you feel like this that can cre- create jealousy? They, I mean, you have to think about the different things. What's important to you? And it's not a right or wrong reason, right or wrong uh, answer. It's whatever is important to you. Mm-hmm. But you just have to know what those, like you say, Baskin Robbins choices are. What are all the different flavors, and what you should think about so you make sure that your plan is the way you want when you want to protect your family under the terms that you desire. And it's, it's I'm going to no longer say Baskin-Robbins. It's like a cheesecake factory menu because there it's more complicated than ever. There's more options than ever. It's not just ice cream. It's everything that you should be considering when you're doing estate planning or trying to reconcile government assistance. The way to do that is go to his next workshop. Again, December 28th on Saturday at 10 o'clock or January 23rd, which is a Thursday at 1 o'clock. Dial 214 720-0102-214-720-0102 or go to DallasElderLawyer.com, DallasElderLawyer.com, Dallas Elder Lawyer Michael Cohen. Thank you, sir. Happy holidays. Thank you. leading estate planner practicing law in Dallas, Texas for decades now, Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the estate planning laws that can affect your family and you. The first step is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. 
That's DallasElderLawyer.com to sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. A talk show host on 770-KAAM for six years, Michael Cohen is the person you want to evaluate and complete what could currently be a deficient estate plan. Make sure it is done your way and sign up for his next workshop today 